while I take my leave to see my friends in Padua, but of all my best, beloved, and approved friend, Hortensio, and I trow this is his house. Here, Sir Agrumio, knock, I say. Knock, sir? Whom should I knock? Is there any man has rebused your worship? Villain, I say, knock me here soundly. Knock you here, sir? Why, sir, what am I, sir, that I should knock you here, sir? Villain, I say, knock me at this gate and wrap me well, or I'll knock your knaves, pate. My master is grown quarrelsome. I should knock you first, and then I know after that comes by the worst. Will it not be? Faith, sirrah, and you'll not knock, I'll ring it. I'll try how you can so far and sing it. Uh, help, Mr. Self, my master is mad. Now knock when I bid you, sirrah, villain. How now? What's the matter? My old friend Grumio and my good friend Petruchio, how do you all at Verona? Signor Hortensio, come you to part the fray? Con tutto il cuore ben travolto, may I say. Alla nostra casa benvenuto, molto onorato, signor mio Petruchio. Rise, Grumio, rise. We will compound this quarrel. Nay, it is no matter, sir, what he ledges in Latin. If this be not a lawful cause for, cause for me to leave his service, look you, sir. He bid me to knock him and wrap him soundly, sir. Well, was it fit for a servant to use his master so, being perhaps rod I see two and thirty a peep out? Whom would to God I had well knocked at first, then had not Grumio come by the worst. Senseless villain. Good Hortensio, I bade the rascal knock upon your gate and could not get him for my heart to do it. Knock at the gate, oh heavens! Speak you not these words plain? Sirrah, knock me here, wrap me here, knock me well, and knock me soundly. And come you now with knocking at the gate? Sirrah, be gone, or talk not, I advise you. Petruchio, patience. I am Grumio's pledge. Why, this is a heavy chance twixt him and you. Your ancient, trusty, pleasant servant, Grumio. And tell me now, sweet friend, what happy gale blows you to Padua here from old Verona? Such wind as scatters young men through the world to seek their fortunes farther than at home where small experience grows. But in a few, Signor Hortensio, thus it stands with me. Antonio, my father, is deceased, and I have thrust myself into this maze happily to wive and thrive as best I may. Crowns in my purse I have, and goods at home, and so I'm come abroad to see the world. Petruchio, shall I then come roundly to thee, and wish thee to a shrewd, ill-favored wife? Thou'dst thank me, but a little for my counsel, and yet I'll promise thee she shall be rich, and very rich. But thou art too much, my friend, and I'll not wish thee to her. Signor Hortensio. Took such friends as we, few words suffice, and therefore, if thou know one rich enough to be Petruchio's wife, as wealth is burden of my wooing dance, be she as foul as was Florentius's love, as old as Sybil, and as cursed and shrewd as Socrates' Anthropy, or worse, she moves me not or not removes. At least affection's edge in me, where she is rough as are the swelling Adriatic seas. I come to wive it wealthily in Padua, if wealthily, then happily in Padua. Nay, look you, sir, he tells you flatly what his mind is. Why, give him gold enough and marry him to a puppet or an aglet baby. Why, an old trot with ne'er a tooth in her head, though she have as many diseases as two and fifty horses. 
Why nothing comes amiss, so money comes with all. Petruchio, since we are stepped thus far in, I will continue that I broached and jest. I can, Petruchio, help thee to a wife, with wealth enough and young and beauteous, brought up as best becomes a gentlewoman. Her only fault, and that is false enough, is that she is an intolerable cursed and shrewd and froward, and so beyond all measure, that were my state far worser than it is, I would not wed her for a mine of gold. Hortensio, peace. Thou knowst not gold's effect. Tell me her father's name, and tis enough, for I will board her, though she chide as loud as thunder when the clouds in autumn crack. Her father is Baptista Minola, an affable and courteous gentleman. Her name is Caterina Minola, renowned in Padua for her scalding tongue. I know her father, though I know not her, and he knew my deceased father well. I will not sleep, Hortensio, till I see her, and therefore let me be thus bold with you to give you over at this first encounter, unless you will accompany me thither. I pray you, sir, let him go while the humor lasts. Oh, my word. And she knew him as well as I do. She would think scolding would do little good upon him. She may perhaps call in half a score knaves or so. Why, it's nothing. And you begin once, he'll rail in his rope tricks. I'll tell you what, sir, and she stand him but a little. You will throw a figure in her face and so disfigure her with it that she shall have no more eyes to see with all than a cat. You know him not. Terry, Petruchio, I must go with thee, for in Baptista's keep my treasure is. He hath the jewel of my life in hold. His youngest daughter, beautiful Bianca, and her withholds from me and other more, suitors to her and rivals in my love, supposing it a thing impossible, for those defects I have before rehearsed, that ever Caterina be wooed, therefore this order hath Baptista taken, that none shall have access unto Bianca, till Caterina the Cursed have got a husband. Caterina the Cursed, a title for a maid of all titles the worst. Now shall my friend Petruchio do me grace and offer me, disguised in sober robes, to old Baptista as a schoolmaster, well seen in music to instruct Bianca, that so I may, by this device at least, have leave and leisure to make love to her, and unsuspected, court her by myself. Here's no knavery. See, to beguile the old folks, here the young folks lay their heads together. Master, master, look about you. Who goes there? Ha! Peace, Grumio. It is the rival of my love. Petruchio, stand by a while. No proper stripling and enamorous. Oh, very well, I have perused the note. Hark you, sir, I'll have them very fairly bound, all books of love. See that at any hand. And see you read no other lectures to her, you understand me. Over and besides in your Baptista's liberality, I'll mend it with largesse. Take your paper, too. Let me have them very well perfumed, for she is sweeter than perfume itself to whom they go to. What will you read to her? Whatever I read to her, I'll plead for you. As for my patron, stand you so assured, as firmly as yourself were still in place. Yea, and perhaps with more successful words than you, unless you were a scholar, sir. Oh, this learning. What a thing it is. Oh, this woodcock, what an ass it is. Peace, Sirrah. Grumio, mum. God save you, Senor Gremio. 
And you are well met, Signor Hortensio. Trow you whither I am going? To Baptista Minola. I promised to inquire carefully about a schoolmaster for the fair Bianca, and by good fortune I have lighted well on this young man, for learning and behavior fit for her turn, well-read in poetry, and other books. Good ones, I warrant ye. Tis well. And I have met a gentleman, have promised me to help me to another, a fine musician to instruct our mistress. So shall I no wit be behind in duty to fair Bianca, so beloved of me. Loved of me, and that my deeds shall prove. And that his bags shall prove. Gremio, tis now no time to vent our love. Listen to me, and if you speak me fair, I'll tell you news indifferent good for either. Here is a gentleman whom by chance I met upon agreement from us to his liking, will undertake to woo cursed Catherine, yea, and to marry her if her dowry please. So said, so done as well. Hortensio, have you told him all her faults? I know she is an irksome, brawling scold. If that be all, masters, I hear no harm. No, sayest me so, friend. What countryman? Born in Verona, old Antonio's son. My father dead, my fortune lives for me, and I do hope good days and long to see. Oh, sir, such a life with such a wife were strange. But if you have a stomach, to it, God's name, you shall have me assisting you in all. But will you woo this wild cat? Will I live? Will he woo her? Aye, or I'll hang her. Why came I hither but to that intent? Think you a little din can daunt mine ears? Have I not in my time heard lions roar? Have I not heard the sea puffed up with winds, raged like an angry boar, chafed with sweat? Have I not heard great ordnance in the field and heaven's artillery thunder in the skies? Have I not in a pitched battle heard loud larums, neighing steeds and trumpets clang? And do you tell me of a woman's tongue that gives not half so great a blow to hear as will a chestnut in a farmer's fire? Tush, tush, fear boys with bugs. For he fears none. Hortensio, hark, this gentleman is happily arrived. My mind presumes for his own good and yours. I promised we would be contributors and bear his charging of wooing whatsoever. And so we will, provided that he win her. I would I were as sure of a good dinner. Gentlemen, God save you, if I may be bold. Tell me, I beseech you, which is the readiest way to the house of Signor Baptista Minola? He that has the two fair daughters. Is it he you mean? Even he, Biandello. Hark you, sir. You mean not to her. Perhaps him and her, sir. What have you to do? Not her that chides, sir, at any hand, I pray. I love no chider, sir. Biandello, let's away. Well begun, Tranio. Sir, a word ere you go. Are you a suitor to the maid you talk of? Yea or no? And if I be, sir, is it any offense? No. If without more words you will get you hence. Why, sir, I pray, are not the streets as free for me as for you? But so is not she. For what reason, I beseech you? For this reason, if you'll know, that she's the choice love of Signor Gremio. That she's the chosen of Signor Hortensio. Softly, my masters. If you be gentlemen, do me this right, hear me with patience. Baptista is a noble gentleman to whom my father is not all unknown. 
And were his daughter fairer than she is, she may more suitors have, and me for one, fair Lita's daughter had a thousand wooers. Then, well, one more may fair Bianca have, and so she shall. Lucentio shall make one, though Paris came in and hoped to speed alone. What? This gentleman will out-talk us all. Sir, give him head. I know he'll prove a jade. Lucentio, to what end are all these words? Sir, let me be so bold as to ask you. Did you yet ever see Baptista's daughter? No, sir, but here I do that he hath too. The one is famous for a scolding ton, as is the other for beauteous modesty. Sir, sir, the first's for me. Let her go by. Yea, leave that labor to great Hercules, and let it be more than Alcides twelve. Sir, understand you this of me in sooth. The youngest daughter, whom you hearken for, her father keeps from all access of suitors, and will not promise her to any man until the elder sister first be wed. The younger then is free, and not before. If it be so, sir, that you are the man, may, must stead us all and me amongst the rest. And if you break the ice and do this feat, achieve the elder, set the younger free for our access, whose hap shall be to have her will not so graceless be to be in great. Sir, you say well, and well you do conceive. And since you do profess to be a suitor, you must, as we do, gratify this gentleman, to whom we all rest generally beholding. Sir, I shall not be slack in sign whereof. Please ye, we may contrive this afternoon and quaff carouses to our mistress's health, as do adversaries do in law. Strive mightily, but eat and drink as friends. Oh, excellent motion. The motion's good indeed, and be it so. Petruchio, I shall be your benvenuto. 